Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 8, Chapter 100. Philip delivers a woman from a demon. Philip used to be diligent in examining the true case of those who were reported as being possessed. And he was not easily convinced that anyone was being troubled by the devil. Any symptoms that might be taken as evidence for this, he usually referred to natural causes. For instance, a disease arising from black bile or an affection of the womb or some damage to the brain. For this reason, it was rare that he applied himself to the exorcism of one possessed, except when it was truly necessary. And he warned his disciples wisely about this, telling them that for their own safety, they should never try to exorcise a woman unless there were many others present. It was in that year, I think, that a noble woman called Caterina came to Rome from Aversa, and she was possessed by an unclean spirits. Although she had never studied classics, she was speaking Latin fluently and accurately. And when questioned in Latin, she replied in the same language. You would think she had been deeply educated and polished in classical literature and Latin grammar, though in fact, she had never been to school nor had any tuition. Moreover, her mental and physical strength was such that it was hardly possible for four strong men to lift her up, restrain her, or set her down, as the demon gave the woman strength, though she was naturally frail and weak. And so they brought her to Philip. He began to exercise her, and hardly finished the prayers of deliverance before the demon was driven out of her. One day, the holy man was chastising Katerina mercilessly with iron chains, and the demon began to cry out in a loud voice, beat me, beat me, strike me, kill me, and repeated those words again and again. It was remarkable to see how the woman never moved in the slightest during the whole time she was being beaten by Philip, but remained motionless in the same place like a marble statue. I should not admit to mention that whenever she realized that her family had called Philip in, she would be so weary of being found out by them that she would rush off and hide herself in one place or other, fearing that she would be subjected to the customary exorcisms. If she failed in this design, she would fill the house with loud cries and refuse to come, so it would be necessary to carry her to Philip, resisting with all her might so that it took four men to bring her. When Philip saw her, he was so moved with pity for her and set to work chastising her with blows and abjuring her with exorcisms until at last, by God's power, the foul spirit departed from her. This too, I must not admit, one day Katerina, about whom we have been speaking, had been chastised at Philip's orders. But the same night, when Philip was in his room and the doors closed, Satan appeared. 
With flashing eyes, he glared at them and burst out with these words, hey, hey, my good man, today you have chosen to frustrate my authority, but I will not forget my injuries. In saying that, he vanished at once. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide, amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, choices of priests, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Who is the devil? Well, the scriptures present him as a fallen angel. The scriptures present him as the one who tempted our first parents, the first human parents. And what was his motivation? Envy. And what did he tempt Eve to do? He tempted her to eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge and good and evil. And when Eve looked at that fruit, it said that she saw that it was good to the eyes and would be good to taste and apt to make men wise. Because the devil told her that God had forbidden her to eat it because when she ate of it, she would be like God, knowing good and evil. And in that temptation, there is a clue to what made the devil rebel against God. The devil told her, you will be like God. And then what did Eve do? She reached out, the scriptures say, and took the fruit and ate it. Now, God had made Adam and Eve to be like him. God had made them to be eventually raised up into heaven. But they were supposed to receive that as a gift according to his time and his plan. But instead, Eve, under the symbol of a fruit, reached out and tried to seize being like God. Well, this is precisely what theologians think the temptation of Satan consisted in. Either he wanted to be like God, he wanted to sees the supernatural beatitude by his own power. In other words, instead of receiving heaven as a gift, because you know the angels were not created in heaven. If the angels had first been created with the beatific vision in heaven, they could never have sinned. You cannot, once you see God face to face, you can't turn away. You're so fixed on him. There's no way to leave heaven. And so the angels were created with God's love, with grace, but not in heaven. So there was some kind of test. They had to make a choice. And the devil with probably a third of the angels, that's what the book of Revelations is, the devil swept a third of the stars of heaven with. So that possibly means a third of the angels rebelled. And their rebellion was in wanting to be like God, but without God. And somehow wanting heaven, but not as a gift, but by their own choice. Or possibly they wanted just to stay at the level they were. There's sort of somehow this kind of natural, the happiness they had. 
and they decided that was, they would stay there rather than being raised up to something higher. For being raised up would again have to happen through a gift, possibly through the incarnation of Christ. And they didn't want to somehow below a, be below a human. Either way, the devil reached out and tried to seize something. He tried to grab it for his own rather than receiving something according to God's plan. And so the temptation of Eve alerts us to the kind of sin that even the angels could commit. And so the devil was a fallen angel. And out of envy that human beings have been raised up in the place of the fallen angels, he set himself to draw human beings into his rebellion. Misery loves company. And so that is who the devil is. He's a liar. He's a murderer from the beginning. But Philip also knew that the devil has a trick. For 1,500 years, Christ's power had delivered the human race from the devil. By Christ's victory on the cross, as we talked about the other night, he took away from the devil any real power he has. Of course, we can give it back to the devil. But Christ's power has won for us the grace to conquer the devil. His power is very small. But you can welcome the devil. You can become, people can become possessed. They give their minds and hearts to the devil. But his trick is that he makes people think they're possessed when they're not. He tries to scare people. He tries to make people believe they're possessed. And Philip knew about this trick. And Philip thought that most people who think they're possessed or something, it's another cause. Depression, brain disease, some physical ailment. So Philip was not too convinced of how widespread possessions were. But there was this woman in tonight's reading who was really possessed. And the reading tonight is kind of confusing. Jumps all around. Why? Because it's giving us a taste of what it's like to be under the power of the devil. Life is very confusing. It's very hard to know the order of things. And Philip did something very strange. He would not only pray over her, he would beat her with chains. Now, why would Philip do something weird like this? Well, Galonia doesn't tell us, but Philip was very wise. And he first wanted to prove to people this woman was under some kind of supernatural power. If she could stand there like a statue, then something was really happening. And secondly, if she was faking it, well, she was feeling a lot of pain. And third, he wanted to discourage anyone who would make a display or want to pretend like they're possessed for attention. I suspect that he was beating this woman so that people who were tempted to pretend like they were possessed, they would not do it because they didn't want to be beaten either. So Philip was not only spiritually wise, he was humanly wise. Philip understood human psychology. So let's ask him tonight to pray for us. For while the devil's power has been taken away, he's still trying to mess things up. And we want to run towards Christ. We want to be on the side of the good angels. 
We want to be faithful to the church, faithful to the sacraments, faithful to prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.